looking at 2-3, 2-3? 2-3, 2-3, 2-3. I got no shot today, do I? Either of you. Five, uh, I think today you're thinking. Yeah. You're going to really going to... Um, Reavers. You're going to see a wonderful performance. He's just plugging his headphones in right now. He late? No, no, he was kind enough. I, was grabbing, grabbing I asked if he could get me a What's happening in all seriousness? What's happening in your neighborhood? Uh, we have a, a potential armed suspect in Ooh. the Chaska area, so I'm having the newsman monitored. I got. It was weird. Um, I was sleeping this morning, and my phone, which is always on silent, I never have because you know this job, and I just always have it on either vibrate or silent. And I got a text alert notifying me of this, and it was an odd, you know. You guys get Amber Alerts on your phone, right? Yes. It was almost similar to that, but it was an odd, like, beeping noise on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've got that, and I've got uh, family that is at uh, home oh, today, so I'm a little that's bit... Why well, are, they, are they hunkered down? They are now. Yeah. Um, they will not be leaving the home today. That's why Reaver said, oh, hey, I've got to go home. i got to... Brad Lane said, no, you are you can stay. You're safe here. <clears throat> he tried it, though. He floated that trial balloon. Is it a... Is it a, uh, a uh, Possible gunman who is wanted for having committed a crime? They're not sure. Sure? They're not sure. Sorry, I'm a little rattled. They're not sure exactly what the nature of it is, but he is believed to be armed. Well, the kids aren't in school. No, no, no. Are all kids out of school now? Yes. Probably Thursday would have been their last day. They're not... They're not in school today. I was going to say, I did not see, and I usually see at least a dozen. I didn't see a single school bus this morning or on my way in. I don't know why they need to be out of school. I mean, this is... They're not, they're not doing anything right now. Kids are doing yeah. nothing. But you know, you well, it's, it's funny you mention that. I had a thought today. Hmm. I was running errands this morning, and I did not see one single solitary young person playing outside. And I and then I began to take note. I would drive by playgrounds and hockey rinks. Never saw a soul. Where are the youth of America? I'm gonna. Where are they? I'm gonna make your day partially. I had to drop off some money to a young man in the heart of Mac Groveland. And uh, they were in the backyard, a homemade rink, playing boot hockey. All right. Four boys. Well, see, I would not have been privy to that because I was not, you know, cruising down alleys. Right, right. But it's no stone's throw from Groveland, which the ice was isn't empty. really in yet. Yeah. No, it has a sheet of ice. Yeah, but on that outer ring, it's not. I don't care about quite the outer ring. Yet. I don't care. That's for figure skaters. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> the hockey rinks have ice on them. Yeah. But nobody was skating. No, but I will I will uh, verify that at Groveland. They were not skating. You know, invariably, wherever there's a hockey rink uh, on a, in a public park, there's the outer ring of ice where the where the uh, ragtaggers and figure yeah. skaters. And it always has dirt. It always had dirt. That's, yeah. It wasn't always. Well, the, the Groveland one isn't fully. It's not thick enough yet. I like a rink without dirt. Uh, That's my position. All right. I would like to thank um, Randy at the Pro Stop for finding my phone that I had left there. <laughs> I was panicked. Randy or Sean? Uh, this is no Randy. This is at the Pro Stop on Cleveland. I know the, uh, why the you self-serve left it. one. I don't know that. I know why you left it. You grabbed your lotto. I did. He did sell me you a lot. You grabbed ticket. your lotto. You set the phone down. You got excited, so you grabbed the ticket. You inspected the ticket. You put that in your pocket. You were gabbing the whole time, and yeah. then you turned around and left. Told him, hey, if I win, you See? get lunch at the Dubliner. You know, I'll <laughs> yeah. buy you lunch. Are we ready for Christmas? Uh, GLers of Gumption County and you two, and are, are we ready? Because I think I have something here 
that could help you. I okay. think I have something here that could help you. You think uh, you have something here that could? Because I'm not ready yet. I'm. I've got. I effected a purchase today. I made a purchase today. I bought a gift. So how many have you purchased so far? That was number one. That's C. That's it. I am. Um, and uh, the one I got previous to that. So I've I've done two total. See, Both for kids I used to have. Okay, but okay. Wait a minute now. Uh, there's some uh, gift buying etiquette here. Yes, there always is. I haven't bought any other gifts for any of my children or any cousins, uncles, any stuff. Like. She, I got three kids I used to have, and only two of them are getting a gift from me. What about number three? Well, they're not here, so hell with them. You can't see me. <laughs> they're not around. But uh, but I'm not told what to go get. I feel bad because I haven't done anything. I, you know what? I've said this before, and I don't mind patting myself on the back. Okay. I'm a very good gift giver. And I'll tell you why. I always come up with the odd angle. I, the one I got this morning, that's not so terribly uh, inventive. But uh, Wait a minute. What about the floor mats? Well, that's an angle. That's an angle. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite an angle. It's like a right angle. I love that story so much. Well, they were deluxe. Oh, I mean, yeah. You got top shelf. Well, no, okay. I am a good gift giver. Uh, you've given good gifts over the years. Well, not to you. Yeah, you've given me some good gifts. We don't really exchange gifts anymore. We're kind of beyond that. Yeah, I, would, I would hope so. Yeah, because yeah. I always gave you crummy stuff that had to do with work. I was gonna, I saved the faucet that I fixed. Yeah, it's kind of. I was gonna wrap that up for you. I, I don't want it. Right. Although it would have been, it would have been fitting, because I used to be in the faucet business. That there's I my used to look make, at look at you working the angle yeah, already. This see, guy. I used to make faucets. Yeah. Until my hand got caught in the drill right. press. Shorty? And Shorty, uh, judging the time it would take for him to leave his station. <laughs> he looked at his He looked at work. his workload because these are guys, you know, putting the, raising families. Right. And it's piecework. And he's, he's trying to, he's looking at me and my arm, my hand is about to be turned into a faucet. It's going to end up like this, and, you know, <laughs> human faucet, a human hand faucet. Well, I'm, let me tell the whole story. Yeah. You, we've got new listeners all the time. Union brass and metal. It was off uh, Dale street uh, near front, maybe. Okay. And, I and I got a uh, summer job there uh, in the, in the, in the machine shop making faucets out of brass castings and you'd place the brass casting in, in its very rough form into a, uh, a drill press. And that would be to create the, uh, the hole for the water to come through the faucet because as it started out as a rough casting, it became with each passing station uh, increasingly more uh, looking more like a faucet. Right. And I got my sleeve Caught you dummy in the in the drill and the the drill kept going and my hand oh, kept getting drawn closer and closer to having a hole drilled through it so that water would then have gone through my hand right. in the in the manner You'd of a faucet. Inefficient. And I said help, and everybody looked at me and basically said, eh. "He was a good kid. Yeah, he was all right." <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> hey, you're gonna be all right. Uh, you'll be all right. Uh, and finally, Shorty, and he was called Shorty because he was very short. Okay, clever. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, that they're not. It is, right. They're tiny he, for a and, big guy. And I could see he was gauging, he was he was doing the mental calculations in. Can I make it? If I dash over there, 
and unplug his drill, can I get back before the next casting is in front of me so that I might exercise the drill press? Right. And uh, and he took that chance. He dashed over. His future. His, well, his future was at, was, was at risk. Well, let's put it this way. You know, buying Christmas gifts for his family. Right. I'm not exaggerating. Right. It was piecework. Yeah. And uh, he timed it. He dashed over. And given his height, he didn't have far to reach. <laughs> and he yanked out the plug and raced back to his station in time to get the to next keep casting. Going. He was a hero. And what did you do, I dummy? I can still see him in my mind's eye. <laughs> I can still see that guy. And you were just sat in there with your with your hand coiling around the... It just uh, kept going... <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened when you unplugged? Did you... Well, then I was... I was then you get free. Then you are free? You and get, you had to go to the box? Yeah. Why did you apply for that job? You took what you could get. Okay. Oh, this is a, we're in the Depression era now. Well, it's, no. It's, it's, <laughs> no. Ah, they're no, all square no. a meal here. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. You knew someone. Uh, you know what? I've had, I should tell you about all the jobs I've had. I'd love to hear that. I had some beauties. I had some beauties. What, Chris? Uh, Nick. This also says he's a good gift giver. Uh, he's, he, he's challenging you, Nick. Yeah, yes, sir. Go ahead, uh, Joe. Like like you, sir. I I I, I share that that same uh, sort of maybe proudness or pride at this time of year. You and I, we can kind of lay back a little bit because we know we were the proactive ones. It's a virtue, isn't it, Nick? It is, sir. Yeah. I do. I do think it's an underestimated virtue because right. it might it might show itself a little bit. Come the come the season, come the time, right? You know, with with the others rambling and, and scrambling, and and you and I, we can we could you know, and also study the person a little bit over the year, maybe. There to, you have it. To, there you to, have to it. Have the gift. That's it. That's it's it. Science, my friend. You and I both know. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank study you. the yeah. person. Pardon. Study the person over the year. Well, to match up that person with the gift. If you're going to give somebody something, why not? Why not have it be unique? Why not have, put a little thought behind it? I mean, you know, more you than go to, gift card. You just go <clears throat> through the drugstore and buy pink walkie-talkies. Right, right. That's that's my style. Mm -hmm. You you had that one thought out. That was not normal for you to do that. The pink walkie-talkies? Yeah. No, but I don't consider those. Uh, well, those are going to be good gifts, though, because these two little creeps just love to play walkie-talkie. Over here, over. Yeah. Niner, Niner, Just come a in. moment. Look at the clock already. All right. Is this a scramble Friday? Uh, oh. Sure as hell is, huh? <laughs> Joyeux Noel, monsieur. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. It was on last night. It was? Was it last night or the night yeah. before? Was it, was it last night? I usually try to catch it if it's on. But Do you know why I know that? Why? We had it on there when we were doing the beer show. Oh, you did? Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, good grief. I said uh, before uh, we got waylaid, but I said I have a, I have some help for you uh, when yeah. it comes to wrapping the presents. Are you a good rapper or no? No, not at all. 
it turns out that people have been wrapping Christmas presents all wrong. What? Oh, yeah, I was reading this today. Why? How? Well, uh, here's a revelation guaranteed to blow your mind, it says here. <laughs> uh, you may have been wrapping your presents wrong, and there's a much easier way of doing it. Now, see if you can follow this. Okay. Most people wrap their gifts lengthwise. All right? Okay. Uh, folding in, uh, folding the ends in, and securing them with multiple bits of tape. I, okay, that's uh, I would consider that, so that normal. Yes, uh, but there's a quicker way. What's that? Instead of lining up rectangular boxes in the middle of the paper, turn them at an angle so they sit diagonally on the paper. Okay, I'm picturing that. Then fold. <laughs> okay, so I, I, normally I would do it like this. So. You're saying go diagonal. I'm putting my phone on a small legal pad. Then fold the end two corners in and secure with tape before pulling the third diagonal corner into the center. I have no idea what that means. Mm. See if you can do it. I think my phone is too big. Okay, here. I got a little mini disc thing. All right. So instead of rectangular, put it at, a, at a an angle. angle. All right. And then what do I do, Joe? Uh, fold the ends in. No, wait. So the corners. No, no. Instead of lining up a rectangular box in the middle of the paper, turn the box at an angle so it sits diagonally on the paper. I'm doing that now. All right. Then fold the end two corners in. I don't know what would determine which are the end. I've never wrapped a present in my life. Fold this and I'm one? Never, and I'm never, never once? Going, never no, if, once. I have, if I have to, I'll use newspaper or something. Fold that. Okay. Yep. And secure it with tape. Okay, I'll pretend I did that. All right. Before pulling the third diagonal corner into the center. Yep. You got that? Yep. Huh. Did it work? Now you pull that one in. Finally, fold up the final corner and tape that into place. So you just take all ends in. Huh. The easy process takes just seconds and is favored by department store gift wrappers wow. around the world. Did it work? Yes. <laughs> You're kidding. Hold I it did, up. Hold I did it a, uh, a mini. It's a, one it of those. It worked. It's almost like how you would uh, how a, a butcher would wrap up meat. Maybe. Yeah, Sean over at Widmer's. Well, with this handy technique. versus ver Okay, so if I was normally going to do it, I would do this. Oh, yeah, and then you got to fold it. And then you the, have to fold those, and you have excess. Okay, I buy this. I'm doing that. Are you I... kidding me? This actually, See, I thought this would turn into some miserable failure. You know what? No. I looked at the finished product. That's how the bride wraps gifts, because it ends up with all the four corners turned inward. Well, then she hasn't been doing it wrong. Huh. She's been doing it correctly. To, right, wrap, like a, to wrap like a pro, try turning your paper diagonal. Piece of tape here. Yep, I would have that. And then this one. Reeves. Yes, sir. Go get him some tape. Okay. Go I'm get some it. tape. Yep. And I'm and I want to see the finished product. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't you won't learn more here yeah. by accident than this elsewhere by design. This is good news, bro. See you, bro. Okay, there's okay, the tape. So we have tape. But you should, you should start over to do it legally. Okay, I'm gonna start it over. <clears throat> Why you gotta I'm start even gonna over? do a new piece of paper because that one was creased. Oh, right? I see. You want it to look tidy. Let's do it again. All right, so it's here. I have a mini disc cover and it's placed diagonally on the paper. Uh, I'm taking the. All right. This is step fold one. Fold the end two corners in and secure with tape. Yep. There's the first oh, one. Yeah. I'll do the tape part, Brad. Yeah, you can help me with the tape, Brad, right. because that's. Tell me when you've secured that with tape. And we have secured. 
that with tape. Now pull the third diagonal corner into the center. God, how much tape did you give me? Right into the center. Third one into the center. Yep. That's coming over right over the top here. Finally, fold up the final corner and tape it in place. This is really, I'm um, shocked. Oh, boom. I should have done a video. That this boom. Boom. It's a boom. Everything is covered. You're done. Let and me see it. Tape this. Let me tape it. You use too much tape. You gotta get it. Gotta get it in there. And then we're just gonna tape it up. And you are. Uh, yeah. Now bring that into bra. You're right. a department store pro right Holy now. Buckets. Isn't that something? I'm, I really am shocked that it. Uh, and that's not even a perfect box. That's just a little thing that has some. Uh, is he running stuff that in it. here? Yeah, he is. But we're doing the proper thing because it's a gift. This is our. Uh, Christmas where, where gift did he to you. go? He's uh, he had to write something on the outside. I'm not sure what he wrote. Probably to Joe from Rookie. Well, we don't have to get that. Uh, let's see. That looks like crap. No, no, it because there's not a mini disc in there. It it gives a little. Okay. What uh, you got? What is it in there? But it's it's very no. I'm I'm being serious. It's very you're not tidy here at all. This is not tidy. Well, that's not the perfect. That's not a perfect box. Yeah. Plus, it was just a piece of paper. It's just right. a small legal. It wasn't good wrapping paper. I mean, I'm not Dayton's here. Yeah, no, they're they're no longer even Dayton's. I'm not, are they? Uh, Macy's. Is John Height ready? Yeah. You can see it in everybody's eyes, the joy and the wonder. It's the holidays, and that means giving to those you love. Shopping for just the right gift. Circling through parking lots for a tiny wedge of space. Clerks are overworked, crabby, and resentful. The competition gets fierce as stock dwindles in every department. You see the item you came for. So do others. Elbows fly, bones break, tendons snap, security is called. You're tasered and flop around on the floor like a salmon till you're subdued, cuffed, and fingerprinted. With a quick call to your rich alcoholic uncle who hates you, you make bail and head home to anticipate another tense and awkward gathering with judgmental relatives who are strangers to you. Because that's what it's all about. The holidays, a time for togetherness. But it's every man for himself. Commencing garage logic segment number three. I wish I could play this on piano so bad. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 23 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, and downtown Duluth. The Gophers are finally back in action at about a week and a half off. Last night, they played Oral Roberts University, came away with a win, 77-63. They will continue their non-conference schedule tomorrow when they host Florida Atlantic. I wondered the same thing. Why didn't they have their week and a half break during the holidays? Yeah, I, I don't know. That was weird. A Vikings left tackle Riley Reef's sprained ankle has improved. The team has listed him as questionable to play at Green Bay. Practiced on a limited basis yesterday after missing the previous game. 
quarterback McKenzie Alexander also listed as questionable to play the Packers tomorrow night. The only player the Vikings declared out was defensive back Tremaine Brock, who plays primarily on special teams. He has a foot injury. Uh, the Packers, meanwhile, uh, they have a lot of problems injury-wise. Wide receiver Devontae Adams is out with a concussion. Outside linebacker Nick Perry is doubtful because of ankle and shoulder injuries. Outside linebacker Clay Matthews is listed as questionable, uh, questionable as is starting guard Jari Evans and quarterback Devon House. So it's going to be a game of who he play for. <laughs> exactly. You know, the Gophers had to have that time off to take their finals. Ah. Okay. They're studying. Got it. Wild in action tonight. They are playing in Florida. Uh, Fact-based, Jennifer emails and says, Anoka Hennepin has school today. Really? really? Re- oh, kids, come on. Protest. There should be a walkout. You're the same person who just said they should be in school. I did? Yes. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Oh, take it. I take that back. A little, inc- little inconsistent. Yeah, there. We're going to need a three-for-one for that mm-hmm. stand. All righty. News notes from Send today. Me over we're going to get a group rate. Send me over to Rusty. Rusty Scan. Rusty, Rusty Scan. scan. <laughs> News notes from today. Authorities are asking for the public's help in finding two people involved in a kidnapping in Minnetonka yesterday. According to the Minnetonka Police Department, witnesses, uh, witnesses saw Jahan Douglas kidnap his ex-girlfriend Nicole Smith at gunpoint at about 4 o'clock near the 10,000 block of Bren Road in Minnetonka. Captain Shelley Peterson with the Minnetonka Police Department's investigative unit today described the relationship between the two as on-again, off-again at a press conference. She also said there's been a history of domestic incidents between the two. She said the incident yesterday was called in by a witness described as an associate of the victim. Witnesses said Douglas fled the scene in a silver four-door 2001 Pontiac Bonneville. Previously, authorities said the vehicle was a Grand Prix, but they now say it was a Bonneville. Vehicle has a rear spoiler, one broken headlight, and Minnesota license plate 947-WWM. Is this the guy wandering around maybe in Reaver's neighborhood? It is not. In fact, that one uh, was a middle-of-the-night domestic. I see. is when that happened and when the alert was sent out. So... Uh, back to this story. Police said the gun with which Douglas kidnapped Smith was not recovered. They said it's likely Douglas is armed and that he is dangerous. Douglas is 37 years old, a Burnsville resident, according to a police release. Smith is also 37 and a resident of Anoka. Anyone with information asked to contact the Minnetonka Police Department or call 911. From the Pioneer Press, a St. Paul man accused of drunken driving and leaving the scene of three accidents he caused on the same night reportedly went back to his truck after the final collision to grab a pack of beer he had left behind, according to authorities. Oh, my God. Wow. Then, Anthony Stephen Iverson cracked one of the cans open and started drinking it in front of the police, according to the criminal complaint filed against him in Ramsey County District Court. The 49-year-old Iverson faces three counts of criminal vehicular operation that resulted in bodily harm and fleeing the scene of a collision for his alleged conduct. He also was charged with two counts of third-degree driving while intoxicated. Witnesses say Iverson's driving was extremely erratic as he traveled north down Aid Mill Road. A little after midnight, he was approaching the St. Clair Avenue Bridge when he hit a Toyota Camry traveling in the same direction. He initially pulled over, then drove off without exchanging information with the other driver. Less than five minutes later, he allegedly rammed into a Ford pickup, stopped at a stoplight at Aid Mill Road and Grand Avenue. In that instance, the truck sustained significant damage. The driver taken by ambulance to Regions Hospital for treatment of a concussion, whiplash, and injuries to her shoulder. Iverson reportedly drove off from that without stopping. He finally damaged his truck too badly to continue driving it when he hit a telephone pole at the corner of Selby Avenue and Saratoga Street about a minute later. At that point, he climbed out of the vehicle, started walking away before he turned around to grab the pack of beer left in the cab. 
Officers got there, arrested him, found him slurring and smelling of alcohol, blood alcohol concentration 0. .20. His criminal history includes convictions for fourth and fifth degree assault and careless driving. He was also arrested uh, over the past year for fifth degree drug possession. That case is still pending. Oh, there's not enough room to hit somebody on Aid Mill Road. What do you mean? He, he found it. He found well, the, he, hit the, he hit the Toyota <laughs> traveling the same. Isn't that only one lane around They'd that probably area? Probably rear-ended her. Mm. Oh, there, it's two lanes, isn't it, on mm. 8 mil? Yes, it is. Yeah. President Trump signed the sweeping $1.5 trillion tax cut bill this morning before he departed the White House for Mar-a-Lago. <clears throat> the president said of the measure, we're very proud of it, adding it contains tremendous things for businesses, for workers, for the middle class, and for job creation. The president told reporters in the Oval Office he had planned to wait for a formal signing event till January. When he saw the news reports pointing out he had said he'd signed by Christmas, he said he immediately called and said to get the bill ready to sign. The president predicted... Was he thirsty at all? <laughs> president predicted that Democrats would regret not supporting the plan, but he predicted that there would be some bipartisan work possible in the months ahead. In particular, he singled out infrastructure, saying infrastructure is by far the easiest. He went on to say... I could have started with the infrastructure, but I wanted to save the easy one for the one down the road. In his defense, uh, it's a brilliant idea, though, to have these taxes kick in in February as opposed to 2019. So you'll see the effects of the tax savings Thank you. in February. On your check. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Stillwater also in school today. Really? Thank you, Thank oh. you to Mike. Oh. Is Coon Rapids part of Anoka Hennepin? Uh -huh. okay. I would imagine. Yeah. You guys help me remind Which way am I on this? Uh, I think right now you are for the kids being in school. Okay. Earlier yeah, you, you were You were earlier, it. then you then became, you, yep. you wanted them out of school. Yep. We don't know where you That's are. That's right. Got it. I don't know either. <laughs> we, uh, we lost one of the best, Dick Enberg, a Hall uh -huh. of Fame broadcaster, known as much for his excited calls as the big events had covered during a 60-year career, died yesterday. He was 82 years old. Enberg's daughter, Nicole Enberg-Vaz, confirmed the death of the Associated Press. She said the family became concerned when he didn't arrive on his flight to Boston yesterday and that he was found dead at his home in La Jolla, San Diego neighborhood, with his bags packed, ready to go. His daughter said the family thinks Enberg died of a heart attack, uh, Enberg died of a heart attack, but was awaiting official was, word. Was he still doing Padres games this last no, summer? he retired same time uh, Vin did, actually. So it was end of last year, yep. end of 2016. One of the great joys of having a baseball package, oh. Padres, Dick Enberg, yes. Vin Scully with the Dodgers, and the Giants team. You can listen to all those West Coast games and the broadcast. I heard uh, on the uh, uh, Mackey and Judd show mm -hmm. that Enberg, en how was his last? Enberg. Enberg and Scully combined called 10% of all the no-hitters ever thrown in baseball. Oh, holy wow. crap. Wow. 30. That's they had amazing. 30 between them. That's I think he was a good football uh, yeah, he caller, was, too. He, I, I, I know liked him as a football announcer. I do as you well. never heard him call the baseball game? Nope. Oh, he's great. When, well, was. he was, but he was huge. Joe and you and I were younger. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt maybe doesn't remember. Basketball? He did. Uh, no, football. football. He did. Yeah. The AFC. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember him doing football games, but I mean, I, but actually, I. Actually, the AFL. Yeah. He did uh, Wimbledon, too. Yes. Very good at tennis. Uh, and he was just recently on, we have promotions for him on Podcast One. Yeah. He had his own show on Podcast One, actually, or had. I, that wow. was short-lived. Yes. Yeah, I'll say. Is it short-lived or short-lived? I, I think know. either's probably correct, right. isn't it? I or think. either. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't last long. Right. No. It was well, called Oh My. Uh, now, I wanted to comment on that. He was known for saying Oh My. Yeah. And Al Michaels is known for saying, Do you believe in miracles? 
and I'm not disparaging this. I'm just saying it doesn't take much to be known for having a memorable signature. Homebar. What about Keith Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Those aren't much to write home about. What would uh, what would yours be? I have. I don't have one. Hey, dummy. Yeah. Hey, dummy. Hey, yes. moron number one. Hey, yes. <laughs> Something Get like that. Get your scan ready. Right. In the spirit of Christmas. Merry Christmas from 1500 ESPN. It's the holiday season. Now the liberals have decided that Christmas is offensive. You know who's to blame for this? Well, do you? Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Wishing you a safe and merry Christmas from the home of Sports Talk 1500 ESPN. It's time for the office holiday party. A chance to loosen your tie, celebrate with coworkers, get to know them better, enjoy the buffet, use company drink tickets, use several more found under the table, make inappropriate toast, mention the lack of bonus this year. Room is silent. Misread boss's wife's smile. Awkward grope causes scream. Apology comes out as racial slur. Immediately fired. Sloppy roundhouse kick misses. Pastry table overturned. Suits ruined by creamy frosting. Security arrives. Guns drawn. Unable to hear guards yell because of obese accountants bad karaoke. Bullets enter and exit through festive holiday v-neck. Fall face first into bowl of jello. Your last thought realizing they'll find the porn in your desk drawer and you never used all your vacation time. But for now, we've got everything for your office party decorations. From charming lighted reindeer centerpieces to snowflake name tags. Save now at all Walmart stores. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We have 23 degrees out there, and that's probably going to be the high for the day as temperatures start to tumble a little bit tonight, down to about 10 above the overnight low. There are a few flurries to our north. Those scattered flurries are going to make their way southward, so we'll probably see a few of those after dark tonight. Uh, really not going to cause any problems. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, breezy at times, 20 for the high, but wind chills probably in the upper single digits to low teens. Sunday, about 20 as well. And then the Arctic front moves through. Two above for the high on Christmas Day, four above on Tuesday. Overnight lows getting down the teens below zero. Wind chills probably in the 20s below zero by the time we get to Christmas night and Tuesday morning. And then Wednesday into Thursday, we have a chance of snow developing. Uh, that'll probably stick around through Friday as well. It doesn't look like a huge system, but it could give us some measurable snow Thursday into Friday. Again, today, Joe, going for our temperatures holding steady here at about 23. Right now, we're at 23. All right, thank you. Uh, Director of Social Media. Uh, excuse me, update. Good neighbor. Creton, Apple Valley, Rosemont, and Wilmer also all in school today. Closed. <laughs> What are you doing, CCO in a snowstorm? We're getting calls, so I'm re I'm relaying Hi, the gang, information. Hi, gang. This is Cannon for Country Hearth Bread. Me and my buddy Dave Lee. <laughs> I got the money. Um, yes. Also, a really cool email from Tim about the ten amazing facts about a Charlie Brown Christmas. Would you like that, sir? Uh, I'm gonna. Sure. I'll forward it to you. No, go I ahead. Think I printed you sure? that out. I just read oh, it. did you print it out? Yeah, I did. I didn't grab it though. Uh, number one, Charles Schultz actually hated jazz music. Okay. Uh, these are just some of the highlights. Number two. Oh, great highlight. Ma <coughs> many of the voice actors were not professionals, but just kids who lived in the neighborhood of director Bill Melendez. All right. Some of these kids were so young that they hadn't yet learned to read. All right. Number three, the network execs hated the religious overtones of Linus reciting the gospel of St. Luke from the school stage. Right. They were very nervous about it. Schultz, who had taught Sunday school, insisted 
that the scene not be cut. Mm-hmm. Today, most people consider the speech, the meaning of Christmas, to be the highlight of the show. I am one of them. Uh, four, at the f- and this is the last one on this email, at the first screening of the show, one of the animators, who had obviously been overserved, stood up in the back of the room and yelled, this is going to be a bleeping success and run for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was right. And then he fell down. Uh, but yeah, he was right. Well, I, think, I think originally in 1965, didn't Coca-Cola take the chance to be the sponsor? I think so. Because that was even a nerve-wracking. Oh, we really? can't mention God. Oh, my right. God. Really? It was that? So the mystery was happening, you know, 52 years ago. Wow. When Charles Schultz officially retired and penned and signed off on his last cartoon, uh, he looked up and he said, I never let that boy kick the football. Mm-hmm. He was he had demons about that that he never that Charlie Brown. In Why the, do you think I read that strip religiously? I never read it when I was younger, but now I never miss it. Yeah, it's it's just riddled with his demons. And he had such rejection that he he overcame so much, uh, and it's just uh, all that stuff about the little redhead girl. Yeah, that's all real, right? It, and it, that's how he felt. He was uh, he was uh, alone, you know, because he's always. Uh, he just uh, what I he know, wrote. I, 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 uh, 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 he wrote a great cartoon. I loved it. Yeah, but I only love it now. I never. I thought it was hokum when I was twenty five <laughs> years old. Wait a minute, Rook. Back to the. I never let the kid kick. Let that kid kick the football. Yeah. Did, was that a sense of accomplishment that no. he did, or was he, no? He was. No, I, think I think it was he, regret. I think he regretted. I, it. I think he was sad for Charlie Brown that he didn't somehow. He was Charlie find a way. Brown, right? Wow. And Lucy would always pull the ball away. Right. Uh, sometimes he could be very funny, but it was never, I don't think he intended to be funny. Uh, he was very funny when, uh, when there, when that gal on a, on a, on the baseball team from a neighboring town. Peppermint Patty? It might have been Peppermint, but Get she, the sensation. Uh, she wanted to take, uh, she took Snoopy to the, uh, the dance where the girls asked the boys because she just thought he was a weird looking kid. He had no idea it was a dog. <laughs> well, what about Snoopy playing playing office or not playing office, but the uh, playing psychologist? No, that would be uh, Lucy. No, the, the oh, doctor yeah, you're right, is you're in. Right, you're right. The doctor's in. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Say, speaking of drinking and holidays. Yeah. Uh, where are you going? I mean, with what that? do you got? Uh, well, well, I'm watching The Crown. I rarely rarely get attached to a series, but I'm watching The Crown mm-hmm. on Netflix. I like that. I'm watching it as well. And it's interesting because it parallels my life on Earth. She became queen about the time I was born, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, did they pound the hooch. Holy mackerel. And Winston never was allowed a drink by his side. Winston Churchill. <laughs> right. He never was, uh, he never appeared hammered. Uh, but he just he, liked that. He just, he just had it going all the time. And so did the so did the royalty, and I'm amazed they all didn't die from lung cancer at the age of thirty. Oh, because I can't stand the smoking. Oh my God! All they did was smoke, and uh, it's just an, it's extraordinary. You know, I love the royals mm-hmm. for their for their theater. Yes, and you and what helps watching this is you can now understand. Uh, for example, there's a story in the tabloids today about somebody, some princess or something, uh, showed up for the uh, Queen's Christmas lunch for the family. Yeah. But she had a brooch on that was deemed to be racist. And that's that's become a front-page story. Yeah. Uh, you could, As you watch The Crown, you can understand how these things are, are so uh, 
vivid to the uh, to the British that they look for this. So mm-hmm. they, they anticipate it and study. Any protocol that's broken. Or Holy mackerel. Uh, but they've gotten over the divorce hump uh, because Meghan Markle's been divorced. So they've, they've gotten over that hump. That was... Uh, that was uh, that just chilled them to the bone in the fifties. They didn't know what the hell to do, and <laughs> and uh, the uh, uh, who was King George's brother David? He's the one who fell he's for that. Left. Uh, he fell for Wallace Simpson, and uh, abdicated. And, he's always he's sticking around, always looking for a little a little pension, as we say. Well, he he wanted his allowance. He wants allowance. Yeah, he wanted his allowance. You know, now on huh, Reeves? What, Paul? Oh, hey, Joe. Merry yeah. Christmas. You too. Hey, my daughter ruined the whole Charlie Brown thing for me the other day. Uh, we were watching, and she said, you know, Dad, it's like uh, Lucy is like the Vikings, and Charlie Brown is like all us fans, and every time we think we're going to kick it, it just gets pulled away again. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> Ouch. We're done. Yeah, and, Char- and Schultz wrote this way before the Vikings even... No. Oh, yeah. 65. Well, the... the, uh, the- the strips now in the paper are from about 1970. So, yes, the Vikings existed, but they didn't have their record of four Super Bowl losses, which probably will be avenged this year. You should come back next hour with Charlie Brown's to-do list. Merry Christmas from 1500 ESPN. by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. It's going to kick in. Hang on. Is this the one with the brushes? Why didn't I take lessons from Grandpa? Just skating over the top of that snare drum? Yeah, man. Is there really a Charlie Brown to-do list? We did it many... Is it something we did? Many years ago, yeah. I don't recall it. The first one was bite into Peppermint Patty and get the sensation. Uh, we have a few days coming off, and uh, I have a scientific experiment that I'm going to perform. Okay. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's